Oompa Loompa podcasting cheer. Michael and Megan are drawing near. Steven's away, but Megan's in play. The Wonka movies are topic today. Grab your headphones, get comfy and snug as we dive into a world of candy and hugs. Theme music incoming, excitement on cue. Two geeks in a microphone bringing joy to you. you. Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Well, I guess I'll talk first since Stephen is not here. Stephen is away with his lovely wife, and uh, um, they are in Hawaii right now, hopefully enjoying the sun. I have no idea what time it is in Hawaii. So, um, Stephen, if you're watching, hello, have a good time. We'll see you next week. Um, until then, hello, all you geeks out there in geekdom land. <laughs> <laughs> So we have sitting in for Stephen, Megan, and today's topic was Megan's idea, actually. Um, we decided to do the Wonka movie. Uh, Wonka is one of her childhood favorites. Um, actually, Willy Wonka, the original Willy Wonka, is one of my childhood favorites, too. Uh, the original Willy Wonka, um, I remember it as being kind of a uh, yearly event kind of like uh, the wizard of oz wizard of oz was only shown on television once a year that was back in the days of you know you had to watch tv as it was scheduled you couldn't just watch it anytime anywhere like we can today <laughs> but uh willy wonka and the charlie and the chocolate factory the original one with gene wilder that was kind of a yearly event for my family and we we enjoyed that movie it was good um although i did think wonka was a little bit uh insane a <laughs> little demented at times um and we'll get into that and talk about comparing the new version of wonka the younger wonka uh in opposed to the uh um Gene Wilder version of Wonka. Um, and we probably won't talk much about. Uh, uh, oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny Depp Wonka. <laughs> we might, we might, might get into a little bit of that discussion. I don't know. Johnny Depp did a strange, strange version. Mm, there's reasons for that. There's reasons that it was strange. Well, yeah, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, there's other reasons. Come on. Johnny Depp is weird. <laughs> He always was weird. And I, that wasn't a Tim Burton film, though, was it? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was? Yeah, that's another reason. <laughs> Tim Burton's kind of weird, too. Although he is the director of my favorite Batman film. So, all right. Well, we'll jump into the geeky news because I do have one thing. Well, technically, I have two things for the geeky news. So let's jump into that. Right here, I'm trying to get my 
me go. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we have to recognize the fact that uh, we lost a great actor this past week. <clears throat> Carl Weathers passed away at the age of 60 or no, 70, 72. I think it was 72. Um, Carl Weathers is known uh, mostly for his portrayal of Apollo Creed and Rocky, which Rocky is one of my all time favorite film franchises. I love love one through four, hate five and then love Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Don't watch five. Five sucks. Um, but anyway, he he does an amazing job as Apollo Creed. Very charismatic uh, boxer. Um, he's the champ and, and he takes on Rocky or rock. Well, Rocky is invited to take him on. And, uh, and he gives, he gives Rocky gives Apollo, uh, quite the fight that Apollo didn't expect. And it's, it's a great American classic. If you've never watched the Rocky series, you should watch it. Next. He's known as, uh, Dylan in the movie, the predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <clears throat> Predator was an amazing movie. Uh, the first one is the best of them all for sure. And uh, Carl Weathers was amazing in that film as he always is. <clears throat> he kind of, with those two films, he kind of solidified his, his acting career as a um, uh, action star. Uh, however, he has made some other movies. Uh, he was also known for being in, in uh, Adam Sandler's uh, Happy Gilmore. So he got his his comedy chops in that, and he's done many other things. But then the most recent stuff he did, of course, was Grief Karga, uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian, <clears throat> which I thought he was excellent in that. I was really happy to see him in that film, or I mean in that, in that show. He was great. And he got to do, uh, he got to direct two episodes of The Mandalorian. So um, <clears throat> we will definitely miss carl weathers he he was a great great actor okay and uh moving on so in our other geeking uh, the rest of our geeky news um next week is star wars podcasting day week uh february 7th is the actual day for star wars podcast day um for those of you who do not know star wars podcast day is celebrating ce- celebrating 25 years in star wars podcasting uh, it's recognizing the very first Star Wars podcast, which was Jedi Talks, um, which premiered February 7th of 1999. I didn't even know there was podcasting in 1999. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't really get into, I didn't really get into listening to podcasts until about 2005, 2004, 2005. When I got my first iPod, that's that's when I really started listening to podcasts and getting into them. And then, of course, I found my favorite Star Wars podcast, which is, well, it's now Rebel Force Radio. Back then it was, um, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, it finally fell out of my brain, the name of the original podcast. Uh, anyway, what? I said I don't remember it either. Yeah, I can't remember it. That's uh, so weird. Anyway. But it's Rebel Force Radio with Jimmy Mack and Jason Swank, who I've had both of those guys on on the podcast before. <clears throat> Great guys. But anyway, so this is celebrating all of Star Wars podcasting. Now, we are not a uh, Star Wars only. Obviously, we're doing Wonka today. But um, that is like my first true geek love is Star Wars. So 
we do a lot of Star Wars content, and we have been involved with Star Wars Podcast Day since we started podcasting, which was also the first year that they start, started the Star Wars Podcast Day. So we are continuing that, and our episode will actually be next Saturday, which will be February 10th. And Stephen and I will be doing another What If story, and uh, it will be fueled by AI, of course. Um, so we'll be prompting AI, and the premise of our story is what if Qui-Gon Jinn had survived in episode one, The Phantom Menace, had he not died at the hands of Darth Maul? So we'll explore those ideas and see where we go with that. The exciting thing is Star Wars is rumored to be doing a what if series. So there's a possibility we could even see this story happen um, on the small screen, which I think would be Awesome. I don't know if they'll do that in animation, if they'll do it live action or how they'll do it. I would assume they do it in animation, just like Marvel does their what if series in, in animation, which I'm fine with. That'll be great because they could explore some amazing stories that way. And, you know, okay, so they wouldn't be canon, but hey, we, we get to explore these different ideas and I love it. Awesome. All right. That's all I got for the geeky news. Megan, you got some geek dark? Okay, let me do the geek door. Throw the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> That's not all he's lost. All right. I'll let you go first since. You are sitting in for Steven, and then I do have a geek dart too, but I'll let you go first. I kind of have two things. Okay. I got two things too. So yeah. it's like our show and tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, first of all, going with the theme, they have nice for the new movie. And of course, I had to buy Willy Wonka. <laughs> um, the ones that they have are Willy Wonka, Noodle. Prodnose and Slugworth. Nice. No Oompa Loompa? No. <laughs> I would assume that if they do a second run. I figured they would put they would Oompa, the Oompa Loompas right with Willy Wonka. That, that's crazy. Yeah, you would think that they would do the Oompa Loompa instead of Prodnose. I mean, he's pretty important to the film. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You know, but so my obsession with Pops. Now, do you have any other Wonka pops? Is there I like? I do not. I don't think there's any of the original or the. Huh. I wonder if now, since the movie's out and everything, I think I it's done would pretty love well a too. Gene Wilder one. <clears throat> That'd be cool. Then you can put them next to each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we do have we do have uh <clears throat> we do have uh stands for for the. Uh, I have yeah. Harley. Yeah, they, they don't sponsor us or anything, but Superhero DIY is where you go to get these awesome stands. Who I found through TikTok. Yeah. And uh, they... They uh, they have oh. a whole bunch of different... Yeah, they got different sizes, and then they've also got other things on their website. Uh, you can get more than just geeky stands and stuff. You can... All kinds of collectible... Well, they even hanging. got... They even got like coffee things too, stuff yeah, for, for K cups and 
like to hold K cups and everything. They got all kinds of things. It's it's a pretty neat site. If you're into collecting and stuff, it's a good place to say. They got some cool stands for for Hot Wheels, some display stands and and things to be able to put on your wall and stuff like that too. But the other thing I wanted to talk about is going back to uh, my geek door with the comics, uh, which I will show again. Because <laughs> I wanted to mention, even though I haven't gotten it signed yet. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you had to talk about that. The artist that does it for specifically the uh, Silver Void, which, or Void Silver, which is uh, Marvin. Now, she do the cover art or she do the interior art? I don't know. I think she did the interior. Because sometimes, sure. sometimes the cover art is done by a different artist than what the interior is done. I think <laughs> she did the interior. Okay. Um, but it looks almost the same. Maybe she did both. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I know that there's, uh, it seems to be two different main artists uh, for the two characters being Marvin and then Jackie being the other one, um, which both of their uh, issues zero are in both of these. Um, but she works at Fantasy our local comic book store that we talk about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now she works at the works O'Fallon at the Fairview, one. Are you, Fairview. Yeah. O'Fallon, Fairview. Whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, technically, technically she only fills in now, but we, we did, we did find her and cause they actually have it in the store now. And I got super excited about that. And when I went to check out to buy the pop, I was like, so the Ultraverse comics. And and she perked up and she was like, yeah. <laughs> well, now, she was kind of disguised, too. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, all the girls there that day were wearing fake, fake beards. beards. I, I have no idea what was. I, I don't know if it was beard day or what. But so. I also had never really, like, actually seen her face. Right. But right. it was funny because she was kind of disguised, too. But she perked up and she was like, yeah. And I was like, are you guys getting like the full run? Because I see you have the issue zeros. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm working on the first uh, on the first issue right now. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, you're the artist. I'm like, hi. (laughs) But unfortunately, you didn't have your copies. No, I didn't. So, yeah, we have to go back. You know, you could have bought. You could have bought extra copies yeah. and then you could, could have, have had her sign the edition. Yeah. You should have done that. And then she could have signed that. And yeah. And then you got yeah. your others that you could read. So have you read them? I. Or are I, you like me? You buy comics and don't read them. I actually haven't read through those. I've like. In other words, you're like me. You buy comics and don't read them. Um, the only reason I haven't read them technically I haven't read the physical copies because um, so they shipped out on my birthday and I was in Canada and the land of rush. So I was in Canada when Take off, they eh? arrived and I was upset about that. And then they also had them digitally. So I went and spent the five bucks to get oh digitally so I could actually read it. So I have read it. You bought the, the physical. physical. They should give you the digital for free. I hate that. That's what I said. Marvel does that. Marvel does that. Especially if you... since I bought two. Yeah, right. 
if if you buy Marvel comics, they actually give you a, a free digital copy. There's a code inside the 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 issue, so you can download the the digital version of it too. I think any comic book is if if you buy the physical, if you have a digital version, you it should be right unanimous. Now, if you buy a digital alone, you shouldn't get the physical. <laughs> you know, I that I I wouldn't agree to, but. <clears throat> Oh, what was this? Uh, Sage Page says, come with me and you'll be happy to see Mike and Megan as they talk about Wonka for the whole geeky nation. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, Sage. I like it. That's that's awesome. All right. So that's your geek door. Yep. All right. So my geek door is comic books also. Um, the first one is uh, and the alternate story from the death in the family, the Batman death in the family, which was 1988. Yes. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Anyway. Um, so in the death in the family, Robin, the Jason Todd, Robin, he was killed by the Joker and uh, DC comics actually put out a one 900 number that if you called, you could vote on whether Robin lived or died. And um, I voted for him to die because I didn't like (laughs) Jason Todd, but DC finally released the alternate here, Megan, you show it because he's got green on. So they finally released the alternate story of if Robin had actually lived. So I, I saw that the other day, the same day, Megan, uh, saw her comics at, at fantasy and I freaked out and I'm like, Oh, I got to get that. That's awesome. So it, it is the alternate um, ending of whether, whether Robin lives or not in and, and this version, he lives. So haven't read it yet. <laughs> kind of flipped through it and it looks great. Um, and then I have a second one, Megan, you'll have to show this one too, cause it's green. So the second one is a reprint or a facsimile of, Oh, that's hard to see. <clears throat> but anyway, uh facsimile of a classic, a very classic Flash uh, um, comic, Flash issue. And it's from 1960-something. I had it. Oh, shoot, I had looked this up, but I forgot what year it was. It was 1960-something, though. And it's the first time that Barry Allen and Jay Garrick meet. And the universes actually cross. Um, the really cool thing about this comic was they actually recreated the cover for a promo for the flash TV series for the first time they had Jay Garrick in the flash television series, which was really neat. And I love that cover. And then I saw that they had the foil edition and I just drooled over the foil foil edition. So I had to get that, you know, I mean, not literally drooled on it, but <laughs> cause I think they would have made me purchase it if I had done that. But yeah. So, uh, that's my geek dar for the day. Um, really good. Uh, Really good comics. Both of them facsimiles, but hey, the classics are the best, right? (laughs) At least in my opinion. All right. We ready to geek out about some Willy Wonka? Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo. I got a Wonka episode for you. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm about Oompa Loompa doubt, so... (laughs) That's all I know. All right, let's move on to the main event, shall we? It's time for the main 
event. All right. So I thought I'd start off with a little bit from the original film. I was just going to read through the storyline of the original film and give you some fun facts about it and then uh, read the storyline for the, the new film. So the original film, the world is astonished when Willy Wonka for years, a recluse for years, a recluse in his own factory announces that five lucky people will be given a tour of the factory shown as the secrets of his shown the secrets of his amazing candy. And one will live win a lifetime supply of Wonka chocolate. Nobody wants the prize more than young Charlie. But as his family is so poor that buying even one bar of chocolate is a treat, buying enough bars to find one of the five golden tickets is unlikely and in, and in the extreme. But in movie land, magic can happen. Charlie, along with four others, somewhat odious other children, get the chance of a lifetime and a tour of the factory. Along with, along the way, mild disasters befall each of the odious children but can Charlie beat the odds and grab the brass ring? Um, so, and here's some fun trivia on the original film. Um, in the DVD commentary, Peter Ostrom mentions that towards the end of the shoot, uh, with, with him being the only kid left, he and Gene Wilder often ate lunch together. Fitting, fittingly, they finished those lunches by sharing a chocolate bar for dessert as they walk back to the set. That's pretty cool. Nice. Um, goofs. When Wonka first allows the children into the chocolate room, he makes an umbrella by sticking the bottom of his cane into the mushroom, a mushroom top, and then holding the cane upside down. As he twirls the umbrella, you can see the stab holes in the styrofoam bio <laughs> from prior <laughs> takes. I'm going to have to rewatch it. And yeah. Look for that. That's funny. Um, Let's see. Uh, crazy credits at the time. At the same time as the end credits are playing, the film shows the Wonka Vader rising higher and higher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then alternate versions. I found this interesting. So the 1971 German version was cut down to 89 minutes, deleting the complete boat scene from the in entering the tunnel uh, till arriving uh, and several other scenes that might not be suitable for younger viewers. It was rated. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, kind it's of creepy. a demented and creepy scene. It's creepy, but it's one of my favorite scenes. You know, I, I always think of like old style haunted houses when, when that scene comes on, yeah, it's, that's, that. that's what it reminds me of. Um or like a Six Flags, you know, like the Six Flags uh, Scooby-Doo ride or, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, anyway, there there uh, there is a now a complete version available with the re-entered scenes and subtitles. I would hope so by now. Uh, so that was some facts on the original Willy Wonka. Um, and here's the storyline of the new one. With dreams of opening a shop in a city renowned for its chocolate, a young and poor Willy Wonka discovers that the industry is run by a cartel of greedy chocolate tears, which describes it pretty well. Um, so in, in this one, though, the trivia, <laughs> this is great. So Hugh Grant, 
plays the Oompa Loompa, we only see one Oompa Loompa. Well, well, actually, technically, we see a bunch. Of yeah, we do see a bunch of them at one point, don't we? Um, we'll get into that too. But anyway, Hugh Grant plays the Oompa Loompa, and uh, he said that Paul King sent him the director, Paul King sent him a mock-up of an Oompa Loompa stark naked. And he says, my children were were a little alarmed at that. King added, it was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. If if it ever leaks out, a generation of children will be scarred. <laughs> so apparently he got a naked version of the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> uh I wonder if it's going to be in the extras on the on the movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, goofs in the first musical number with the chocolatiers. The chocolatiers are seen seen starting to float as they do. Prodnos, Prodnos, Prodnos loses his toupee, but in a, in a subsequent scene in this number, as he's floating, it is still in place. This is because they start to float. One of the bystanders can see, can be seen throwing it back to Prodnos. He puts it back on between shots, which is why it is on backwards in later shots. <laughs> Something else we'll have to look for. That's funny. Um, let's see. Quotes. Uh, May I present Willy Wonka's wild and wonderful wishy-washy Wonka Walker. Please don't make it make me say that again. <laughs> That's a good quote. I like that one. And uh, for crazy end credits, the end credits feature one more Oompa Loompa song summarizing what happened to several main characters at the at the film's end, uh, followed by one more shot, a short scene with uh, Mrs. Scrubbit and Bleacher. Um, and that's pretty much all I got for for the uh, for all that. So. Uh, shall we do our our breakdown and uh, our spoiler-free breakdown and review? Uh, first of all, what are we doing for a scale on this one? Because we always pick some kind of scale, something usually from the movie. Um, I'll let you pick that because you're a big you're a big fan of this film. So, oh, I, I do like mom's mom had an idea. Um, yeah, she said as she was walking out, uh, we already know oh, what the told, scale is. Yeah, she told me last night. Okay, go ahead. Um, the hover chocolates. Hover chocolates. Because it seems to be the most important piece of candy that we saw in the film. Yep, yep. And the funny thing is, in the original film, it's fizzy lifts. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they changed that. I guess he he improved on it or... Well, I get in the and it might be a different. It, well, it's a different. Yeah, it's a it's different, a different candy. thing. It's not chocolate. It's no, it's, it's soda. Right, it's soda. So, um, I'd like a fizzy lift. I think that'd be neat. Neat. What happens if you drink a fizzy lift and a what, what was the, the new one? Hover chocolate. Hover chocolate and eat a hover <laughs> chocolate. Do you, do you go into space? <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, that was the original problem with the uh, fizzy lifting drink. Yeah, I guess. Wow. So, yeah, if you ate ate the chocolate, drink the drink. Yeah, you're doomed. (laughs) 
you're going to go into space and burn up. So <laughs> better put a space suit on if you, if you eat and drink both of them, I guess. All right. So I'll start with mine. Um, okay. So again, I'm a big fan of the original film. Gene Wilder is, uh, is a freaking genius. Uh, love just about everything I've ever seen Gene Wilder in. Um, and he's, famous for being in, in Mel Brooks films. And I love Mel Brooks films. Um, so the, the original really, really is close to my heart. I really enjoy the original. It's great movie, great songs, just very memorable. Uh, then we had the remake (laughs) with, uh, (laughs) right. We had the remake with Johnny Depp and I don't know. It's just so weird. It's a, a strange, strange movie. I adore Johnny Depp. I love majority of his movies that I've that I've seen. However, for the life of me, I cannot stand him as Willy Wonka. <laughs> but now the Oompa Loompa was good, and that was yeah. Uh, um, well, it's only one one person that plays him. Uh, who was the Oompa Loompa? Let's see. Um, that one's called Charlie and the Chocolate Fan- Factory. So they actually they actually named that one after the the original the film, or after the book. I mean, I'm sorry, because the book is actually called Here you go. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Let's look for cast. Um, Deep Roy. Deep Roy. That's it. Yeah, Deep Roy. I like him. He he's great. He did. I do like his his Oompa Loompas. Um, yeah, his Oompa Loompas were terrific. I love those. So the reason that Johnny Depp's version of Wonka is like that is because it's more based off the book, which I've never actually read the book. <sighs> I have never either. So I don't know if I care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I, I know Charlie and Willy Wonka from... The original film. I don't think I can read the book. (laughs) Well, I guess if it's too much like like his version of the movie. Yeah, because I'm because mine's always been Gene Wilder. (laughs) Yeah, Gene Wilder's just like I said, he's a comedy genius. It's hard to top Gene Wilder. It really is. You just Johnny Depp's something else. But man, yeah, he's not Gene Wilder. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Johnny. (laughs) If I had. I don't know if I had read the book and if that would have been my first introduction to it, I guess maybe, but I grew up with Gene Wilder. Right. Agreed. And I don't know when I became, I think when it kind of became my absolute top favorite. I don't know. I, <laughs> it just, I don't even know how that, cause it's not like I, we didn't continue that tradition of, you know, we got to watch it every year I feel and like, stuff. And I feel like Johnny Depp's version coming out put my obsession for Gene Wilder's into <laughs> action. Made you want to watch the Gene Wilder version more after seeing Johnny Depp's version. You, you do have both copies. I do, you, I do own both. Yep. I, I have the original in the best form in the <laughs> <laughs> with the it's a Wonka. Wonka bar wrapper. That's pretty cool. You open it up and it's got the Blu-ray, the DVD, and I think specials or extra. <laughs> Willy Wonka is upside down, by the way. <laughs> yeah. 
That's nice. I like that. It came in a big box. I wonder if they're going to have any special packaging for the the new film. It just it just released uh, on streaming. You can purchase it and rent it on streaming, but I don't know if it's available in stores yet to purchase on physical media yet. Um, I have to look for that, but <clears throat> I definitely want to own it. Yeah, I thought about buying it uh, the other night. Um, you could get the original and the new one, both digital, of course, on iTunes for twenty five. Yeah, I don't digitally. think we do have the original digitally. Um, but we can also watch. You can watch the original on Max. It is available on Max. So um, when did that happen? Uh, probably just after. Oh, okay. Wonka well, was released. I'm guessing they probably figured there'd be a lot of people who'd want to rewatch it, so they put it up there. That's my guess. It anyway. had to have happened more recently because I looked right after I went because I saw it opening night or well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many times have you seen Wonka? Twice. Twice. I thought you I saw it three times. It. No. Oh, okay. All right. No. We saw, we went and watched uh, Five Nights at Freddy's again because um, I wanted to go see it with Lisa in the theater. Um, then we watched Trolls, the band Trolls. together. I have no it's idea. The oh, the animated. Yeah. 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 It's adorable. I, I, have, like the, I actually have, really I'm, like those movies. I have no interest in trolls. It's cute. And I love Anna Kendrick. Uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> Isn't Ozzy Osbourne in that? Uh, Not the third one. He's okay. in the second one. I knew he was in he's one in of World them. Tour. He's probably He's probably getting too old and he can't talk anymore. So they can't. I mean, that fits the character. Yeah. He was. I don't know. I didn't watch it. So, um, and then on December fifteenth, we went and saw Wonka. Oh, we forgot something. The original, Char- uh, Won- Willy Wonka and the Charlie Char- and the Chocolate Factory is much more better than the yeah Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Cheers. <laughs> I forgot to say that. <clears throat> Had to get that in there. All right. All right. So let's let's just go into uh, our each of our spoiler free breakdowns and our our uh, rankings. Um, so we're using what do we call it again? The chocolate hover chocolates, hover chocolates. That's our ranking. All right. So the new film, um, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Uh, I am not a fan of musicals. There are you can literally count my favorite musicals on one hand. <laughs> I do have a question. Okay. If I had not told you beforehand that it was a musical, would you have been surprised? No. Thank you. No. Well, I have not well, understood that. Well, as we say, save it for the podcast, save it for a little later in the podcast. But all right. So, like I said, you can count <laughs> literally on one hand the musicals that I enjoy. Very much enjoy, by the way. Number one being Spamalot. Greatest musical of all time. Spamalot is incredible. I love Monty Python. Number two would be Young Frankenstein, which is, by my, for that matter, very fitting because Young Frankenstein, not the musical, but the original film, is Gene Wilder. And he's amazing in that movie. It's my all-time favorite Mel Burks film. So when they, they when I found out they did a... a 
a musical of it, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'll watch that. Definitely. We saw it at the Muni. Yes, we did. It was incredible. Loved it. I would go see I would go see Young Frankenstein musical again, for sure. And I would definitely see Spamalot. I've seen Spamalot twice, and it was amazing. Um, I got to see that at the Fox the first time. Your, your uncle and I went and seen it together, and then we saw it uh, at the Muni also. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. So those are my first two. Uh, third would probably be Fiddler on the Roof. Cool. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I like. No, no. There was a there was a little like bubble. Oh, I think what I missed it. Liked it on Facebook, and there was like a little like bubble. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was new. I, I, I completely missed that. No, oh, I love Fiddler. On I the Roof. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof is actually really good. Really interesting story. Uh, really enjoy that. I, I like that one. Um, then I would probably say, uh, uh, Oklahoma. And only because you actually were in Oklahoma in high school. So, and then, what? No, I wasn't. I was in Music Man. Oh, was it Music Man? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting I've those... never even seen Oklahoma. Okay. I'm getting it confused then. It was Music Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was getting good. Too. I don't know my musicals. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's Music Man. I All right. I stand corrected. So then Music Man. And I think that's it. I, yeah. And then I guess I can count Wonka now. Um, and I guess I could count uh, Willy Wonka, the original too. Cause I do enjoy that. I, I never really considered a, a musical. I could see how it's considered a musical. This one is definitely more of a yeah. musical. Yeah, I agree. I think this one's more of a musical than the original was, but it's the fitting. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Totally. Totally. So, um, I, I felt that this was a good introduction to Willy Wonka. I thought it added a lot to his story. Um, I liked seeing his beginning and seeing where he came from. Uh, he, he, he's not, I still think Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka is a little demented. And I, I think that's just years and years of being who he is. You know, it's, it's taken his toll on him. And it's fitting. I, I think it fits fine. Um, so you get to see how he is before, though, and how he's excited about, you know, wanting to enter this world of being a chocolatier and everything. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good film. It was well done. I felt it paid good homage to the original film. Um, <clears throat> Easter eggs. I don't hate the music in it. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not a fan of all of a sudden in a movie you got a you got a musical number in the middle of it. That drives me crazy. I'm very Homer Simpson when it comes to that. Um but it, it was fitting. It worked. It worked very well. And they do that in the original. So um overall, I think I would give this eight out of ten uh cho floating chocolates. Hover chocolates, uh, yeah. Hover chocks uh, or fizzy lifters. <laughs> that's the original. <laughs> so eight out of 10, that's my score. All right. Your breakdown. Spoiler free. <laughs> the original is near and dear to my heart. Obviously. And 
nobody can replace Gene Wilder. Agreed. He will always have that top spot in my heart. However, I do adore this movie. And it is by far definitely one of my... It has skyrocketed in my list of, like, I love these. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm very glad that it seems to be a prequel to Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. And not a remake of Gene Wilder's. Yeah. Yes. Because I can totally see, I can, by his looks, he looks like he could be a young Gene Wilder, like a young Gene Wilder's version of Wonka with the curly hair. And just, yeah. he looks like he could be a young Wonka based off of Gene's Wonka. Um, the, the mannerisms, I mean, you see, I, I, some I want to go into my uh, Easter eggs. Um, so one of the things, or some of the things that I've noticed and have seen other people point out. Um, first of all, when he's, uh, I don't know exactly where in the film it is, but he's going down steps and he does the the thing that Gene Wilder does. Yeah, you pointed that forth. up when we were you pointed that out when we were watching I love it actually. That because it's one of my favorite <laughs> things about Gene Wilder. I don't know why, but that just it I don't know, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's been so long since I watched the original. I really don't remember that, but it's ingrained <laughs> in my brain. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies. Um he does the um scratch that reverse it. Although he messes it up, um, which Gene Wilder also does. Um, and then the other thing that was like the biggest Easter egg kind of is in the beginning, he starts the very like first song. He's talking about how he's excited and how he has uh, 12. Is it doubloons? No, that's. I don't remember. I don't remember what the coins are called. And it's been a couple weeks since I watched it. So, <laughs> but he has twelve coins. I don't know why the word doubloon stuck out in my head. It's not doubloons. That's a pirate term. Um. Well, Johnny Depp did play uh, <laughs> Captain Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow, yes. <laughs> um. But anyway, he has twelve coins. And um oh that's right because he's he's paying and, everybody yeah the coin. So, oh, we're supposed and, to be spoiler free though. <laughs> no, that's not all right, fair enough, fair enough. So within the song, he ends up losing all of them, but the very last one he drops into a storm drain. Yes, I remember that. And the style of the storm drain is the exact same style of the one that Charlie finds the coin that he buys the Wonka bar. Oh, uh, nice detail. Today. Nice detail. At first, I thought you were going to say it's the exact same storm drain. Storm drain as it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a nod to the original. <laughs> but so I, those are some fun. Hi, Willie. <laughs> 
Charlie's down here. <laughs> we all float down here. <laughs> Do you think they were uh, eating uh, the the chocolates and and or or drinking busy lifts and and you know, it? I think Pennywise was giving them hover. I mean, he said they all float, so we have a crossover here. It and Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I think that might work. The Johnny Depp version might work. I mean, if you think about it, except for the in the original, you don't actually see them leave the factory. All right. In the uh-huh. Johnny Depp one, you do, but and and in the original, you never see them. And before. the brother's name in the It film is Charlie. No, it's Georgie. Oh, it's Georgie. It's oh, Georgie that's right. Bill. I was thinking Charlie for some reason. Oh well, we're gonna change it to Charlie. <laughs> I think it makes sense. I, I I like this idea. I like this. It's a part of my head canon now. <laughs> but I adore musicals. I absolutely love this movie um i going into it um i was i was determined to like it because i mean i don't know anything about uh timothy timothy chalet um i think he did fantastic though oh oh the one who uh, plays wonka yeah he was he was the star of dune also which yeah uh, i figured that out i'll give you a quick review of dune which which I figured that out. Oh, sorry. I, when we were watching it, when we watched it, God, Dune. Because we got the uh, I hate that trailer for Dune two, and I was like, "Hey, wait uh, a yeah, minute. yeah." <laughs> I was like, "That's Wonka." Hopefully, hopefully, Dune two is more exciting than Dune one. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I fell asleep trying to watch the original film, and then I fell asleep trying to watch this I film. Watch the remake. And granted, yeah, I do fall asleep in a lot of movies anyway. But this was just because these movies were boring, not because I'm old. <laughs> but yeah, so my love of musicals, and but I was, yeah, he was much more better in this. Cheers. Uh, Steven's going to be laughing his butt off because Steven liked Dune. I hated Dune. I gave it a zero. <laughs> but um, I was determined to like it because I had seen seen so much like pre-hate for it. I know. See, I, I've heard that and I didn't understand that. Even Steven had brought up, even Steven, <laughs> um, he had brought up something about he had heard some hey i really hadn't heard any news about it you know whether people liked it or whether they didn't and i i was a little surprised when i watched it most uh, most of my stuff comes from uh tiktok because that's where i saw most of the discussion about it and everyone was blowing up because it's a musical and it wasn't disclosed that it was a musical i'm like it's willy wonka of course, it's going to be some form of a musical. I can't remember if the Johnny Depp has. I mean, I, of course, Johnny Depp has the the Oompa Loompa songs. I mean, you can't have a you can't have a Charlie Charlie and a Chocolate Factory film without the Oompa Loompa songs. That's that's a given. There's, there's enough Oompa Loompa songs to classify it as. A but did he have? I don't think he had any songs though. Did he? I'm, 
I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched that one too. This has been even has been the longest. I watched that very rarely. <laughs> um, you used to like the Oompa Loompa dance, though. Oh, I like the Oompa Loompas in it. Because I, I remember <laughs> the only thing I like. I, I remember when we got you the DVD. There's there's the video of the Oompa Loompa dance, and you'd watch yeah. that. <laughs> it's because it's like the only thing I like from that one. It's because Rob Roy was awesome. He really was. Um, or Deep Roy, Rob Roy, Deep Roy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Johnny Depp sings in that one. I I don't remember. I really don't. Anyway. But anyway, but I count it as a musical because because there's enough of the Oompa Loompa songs within the time frame of the movie. Okay, that's fair. Um, but like, so every iteration that we have has at least some form of music. Music, right? True. To think that a basically prequel wasn't going to have music in a singing form is just insane to me. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I, I, I just, I didn't get it. And I, they were... I was not surprised at all that there's music in this because, again, it's supposed to be a prequel to the Gene Wilder version. And his version has music all through it. So, exactly. yeah, I, whatever. Anyway. So that's primarily what the, like, pre-hate about it was. That and there were people that were saying that, uh, that like, Gene Wilder would have been mad because he, uh, he didn't think that there should have been prequels or sequels to it. But I think they did a great job. Well, to quote Mr. Monk, because your mom and I have been watching <laughs> Monk lately. Um, to quote Mr. Monk, the the internet people are just weird. That's so. yeah, that's valid. <laughs> but so I kind of went in wanting to love it anyway, and I was absolutely not disappointed. I it I didn't know what to expect, and I I don't really know. I wouldn't know how to tell somebody what to expect with it. Okay, so there. what's your rating on this one? I can't see. You got to give it a number. <laughs> I know. I'm just explaining. <laughs> I can't see a reason for me not to give it a 10. Okay, fair enough. That's what I figured you'd give it anyway. I give it an eight just because it's a it's a musical and musicals are not my favorite. So I can't give it a 10 because of that. But, you no, know, and I understand. I understand it. I, I completely get it. That's part of Willy Wonka. I completely understand it. But that's just my, you know, my reasoning behind it. Uh, but other than that, I think it's a good movie. I think it's fun to watch. If you're a fan of the of the uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, definitely watch this. It's a great movie. Um, Gene Wilder. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what, not the Johnny Depp one. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, even if you like, if you're a fan of the Johnny Depp one, you're probably one of the weird internet people. So <laughs> I say that, and we're doing this on the internet. But <laughs> does that make us the weird internet people? Gosh, I hope not. Some uh, uh, Mr. Monk would hate me anyway. So yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, so moving on to we'll get on to our full review. Now you you said that uh, now at this point forward we will have spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, stop here 
as our friend from from Nerdery and Murdery Zig would say, stop here. We'll we'll wait. Okay, hold on. All right. Now you went and seen it. Now, now you can continue. All right. So we go forward now. All right. Uh, so this movie, like I said, is a prequel to the Gene Wilder film, and from 1971, um, we see a young Char- uh, that Charlie Willie <laughs> Willie Wonka who is going to a city that's known for uh, its chocolate and its chocolate shops, so on and so forth. And his dream is to open up a chocolate shop within that city because he thinks that he could really become, you know, uh, a famous chocolatier. Yeah, I think it is supposed to be in London, I I believe. I don't know. They didn't really, I don't think they really stated, but... I, I think you're right. I think London fits that. It fits it very well. Um, so then uh, he gets to the city and discovers that it's pretty much controlled by by um, uh, chocolate tier uh, cartel. Cartel, yeah. Which they call themselves the chocolate. Cartel. Yeah, they do call themselves the chocolate cartel, which is fantastic. It's just great. I mean. It's so fitting. It works so well. I love it. it. So it is set in a whimsical city that resembles a cross between London, Paris, and Prague. There we go. Nice. Nice. So, um, see, the internet is good for some things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so he, he finds out that the city is controlled by this chocolate cartel, and it's three specific chocolatiers. And the funny thing is they all get a piece of his chocolate and they all admit his chocolate is far superior in secret. <laughs> right. In secret. They don't. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to say it out loud and let everyone know, but they all admit that his chocolate is much, much, much more better than theirs. Cheers. I'm making sure to get it in today. Um, <laughs> So they admit that his is much, much, much more better. And but and at that time, they decide uh, we have to we have to get rid of him. We we can't. Yeah, we can't let him make chocolate because he's going to put us out of business. And and they pay off all the they pay off the police. They pay off everybody. And and then we find out that they're working with the uh, the woman who owns the hotel, which Willie stays at. And well, later. When they find out that's where he's right, right. Oh, uh, you don't think that they were working with her the whole time? I mean, not technically. Let's see. Now, wait a minute, because she's trapped. She's trapped like what was it? Four different people. Um, only two of them have anything really to do with. I don't think that's well. One of them was their accountant. Yeah. One of them was their accountant. So. I think they, they, yeah, I, I think they're behind that because they wanted him put away because he could, he could get them arrested and, and he could, you know, show that they, they had extra, they had two sets of books. They had the, the books with the real numbers, which were showing that, you know, that they were on the take and, or, or they were paying out, you know, to the police and, and so on and so forth. And then they had the, the fake books to, you know, so on. Um, so that was, yeah, I, I think they they were behind her operation. They were helping her out the whole time. 
So, um, yeah, that was a interesting story and it was fun to watch him. He, he, he gets stuck into this, uh, hotel cause he, he signs a contract when he, when he, uh, rents his room and then she, she gives him what, uh, was it a glass of champagne or, gin. oh, gin. That's right. She gives, I should have, I should have got that as a kiss fan, gin, cold gin. Yeah, I should have. Anyway. Um, so yeah, she gives him a glass of gin. She gives him like different little extras and stuff. And, um, when he goes to check out, she's like, oh, and you, owe I don't know, something like a million dollars, something like 10 grand, something crazy, insane that, yeah, it should not have cost him for what one night or something like that. Yeah. One night. Yeah. It was just nuts. And then, so basically enslaves him and says, you got to work off your, your, your debt and everything. And then that's when he discovers the other people who she's quote unquote enslaved and they're working off their debts. And then he comes up with these ideas, these schemes to get out of the hotel and, and during the day and try and sell his chocolate and so on and so forth. Um, which at first they don't want to, they don't want to help him with because they're afraid of her and they're afraid that she's going to catch him and stuff like that. And then eventually they kind of join forces with him. And yeah, I, I thought that was really good. I liked it. I, I liked the story behind it. I thought it was really cool. Um, I liked all the characters that were with him. They were fun, whimsical characters. Yeah. I think, I think they do a really good job with this. I know my other, um, nod to the original sure um so the machine that you mentioned which is what he makes to quote-unquote gives get someone to cover a shift that someone being the dog right so they're 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 having to wash all of the the uh linen and stuff from the hotel and and he comes up with a machine to do the washing and then they're all just like doing nothing the whole day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so the machine that he creates, um, it is so similar to what we see as the process for making the uh, the gum, I believe. It's either the gum or the everlasting gobstopper. Ooh, I, I love gobstoppers. Gobstoppers are awesome. I think it's the gum. You know, when I was in high school... Um, we actually had a little shop in, in, in the high school that you could go to between classes and purchase things. And it was actually run by the students too. So yeah, it was pretty neat. It was, it was cool. And they had candy, they had t-shirts. Um, I actually helped design one of the t-shirts cause it was, a cause I went to O'Fallon high school. So it was O'Fallon Panthers and, we did a, a kind of a take on the Hard Rock Cafe, but it was O'Fallon Panthers Rock or something like that. Anyway, I mean, East had the Daily Grind, but that was only open in the mornings. Oh yeah, this was open between each of the, each of the classes, so different students would have to take different shifts, and then they would, you know, go run the the store between their classes and stuff. And I think they got extra time to get to their class when they were scheduled to be in the store, stuff like that. At least that's the way I remember it anyway. Um, but they had candies and stuff. And my go-to candy was gobstoppers and 
back then i don't like i don't like chewing gum now i hate chewing gum now but back then in high school i, I like chewing gum a lot and i would have to buy um it was hubba bubba uh, either blueberry or grape, which is funny because I hate grape now. I can't stand <laughs> grape. I think it's nasty. But artificial grape is just gross. Yeah, but for some reason, I liked Hubba Bubba grape bubble gum and Hubba Bubba blueberry bubble gum. They were amazing. So, but uh, Gobstoppers is my normal go-to. I'd always buy Gobstoppers, and yeah, and they had the Willy Wonka logo on it and all that you good stuff. You know what? I've always been disappointed about Gobstoppers. They were never the shape from the movie. Well, yeah, they're huge in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I want to, you could have at least made it the weird shape. <laughs> but no, they're just boring circles <laughs> or spheres. But they taste good. And they're like a sweet tart when you get to the center. <laughs> and I love sweet tarts. So, so anyway. yeah, I think sweet tarts were also under. It's whatever that brand. I, I miss. I'm, yeah, sweet tarts. Yeah, I think sweet tarts were kind of under the Wonka label. Also, at one point, I think it was. I I miss I miss the times of the Wonka brand. Yeah, it, it'll probably come back. Who knows? <clears throat> I I guess the movie wasn't big enough. Otherwise, we would have probably seen all of that stuff come back. I would love that because I loved. I loved having the Wonka name on the Gobstoppers and the Sweet Tarts. Although I don't think the Wonka bars taste as good as Hershey's, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I just liked having the. I just liked it for the Gobstoppers and the yeah uh, and the Sweet Tarts. But you can still get Gobstoppers. Gobstoppers yeah. around. They're just not. I don't think they're just. I think they're just not under the Wonka label anymore. The Wonka label doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Sadly. Oh well. Life moves on, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, I forgot where we were at. So, um, yeah, Willy Wonka, he devises a, a, an invention to so that, you know, so that him and his fellow captives don't have to work. And then they start helping him and plotting out ways for him to uh, get his own shop. He opens up his own shop. And then the chocolatiers are very upset that he was able to do this. So they uh, sabotage him and burn down his shop, which was. Well, uh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they, they, they didn't burn it down. Well, they. But they sabotaged it. Yeah, they sabotaged it and it burned down. So and then he thinks his dream is destroyed at this point And he's pretty much, you know, demolished. Um, so on and so forth. And then uh, he, he finally starts trying to sell his chocolate again. And then he gives the, 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 what were they called again? The chocolate, the, the um, hover chocks. Yeah. They give the hover chocks. I don't know why that doesn't stick in my brain. <laughs> um, the hover chocks to, to the three chocolatiers of the cartel. And they're floating up in the sky and everything. And then they kind of admit everything and so on and so forth. And that's how Willie ends up taking over and becoming who he becomes in the Gene Wilder film. So, so he just gave you the whole plot of the film, <laughs> but I did say, go watch the movie, come back. So on and so forth. Going along with me giving it a 10. Um, and what I was saying about, 
no one being able to replace Gene Wilder, that the original film will always have my heart. However, if they did make like another Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Timothy Chalet as Wonka again, I would watch that. Okay, let me ask you this. Would you watch it if it was an actual remake of the 1971 with Gene Wilder? Or are you saying you would like another film of him being Wonka, just a different story? Either. Ah, I would watch either, honestly, because I really love his performance. And I think that it was great. Because I personally don't think it needs to be remade. I don't. No, I don't think it does need. I don't think it needs to be. Just like I'd be. I would be highly upset if they if they remade Young Frankenstein. And there have been rumors of that, too. I would. There's no I would boycott the crap out of that film if they remade Young Frankenstein. I would boycott the the remake anyway. If we got. Another like in between. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That would also. I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see how he, you know, here we got to see, you know, how his his how beginning roots were, and why, you know, because he's he's uh, inspired by his mother. We forgot to talk about that. Uh, his mother dies, and we're inspired. He's inspired by her because she made this fantastic chocolate, and he wants to become a chocolate tear because of his mother and in her memory and so on and, and so he forth. He originally wanted to be a magician. Yeah, he originally, which, which is why he could do all kinds whimsical. of right. Makes him the whimsical chocolatier that he is. Um, and I, I like that. That's a nice detail that was added in the prequel. They do a good job with that. Um, so yeah, we see those beginning roots. Now you could at that point, and and we see the beginning of the 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 shop, but we don't see the beginning of the factory. And I, I think that would be kind of cool if we got kind of an in between. I mean, and, sort of. Well, I, yeah. Get the factory and the and when he's doing. Yeah, that. yeah, we do, we do, because they they show they show in in the end, you know, kind of the castle and and so it's on kind and so of forth. yeah. Um, he's singing pure imagination and uh, the Oompa Loompa is just like it's a it's an old castle. <laughs> so that's something else we got to talk about. Oompa Loompas. <laughs> so in in this one, we we have um yeah, who did I say? Uh uh I'm trying to think of his name. Played the Oompa Loompa. Hugh Grant. Thank you. We had Hugh Grant play the Oompa Loompa. Oh man, I thought he did so good. I liked him so much. Uh fantastic Oompa Loompa. So fun. And it was funny because he was sabotaging Willie through through the movie, and 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 Willy Wonka would say, "Oh no, it was a little orange man with green hair that did it again." And everyone thought Willy Wonka was crazy. They're like, "There's no such thing as an or little orange man with green hair. You're nuts," you know. Uh, and then finally, they end up seeing him and and they believe him and such. Uh, I thought he was great. I loved him. Um, I also love the original Oompa Loompas. You know, they're fantastic. And and we already talked about Deep Roy a little bit. He's great. So 
if you had to rank the Oompa Loompas in order, this is going to be tough. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do this. If you had to rank the Oompa Loompas in order, original Oompa Loompas, and, and I can't say names because those were played by many different uh, yeah. little people. Yeah, uh, they, did a, they did a great job of making them look the same. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. It was fantastic. It was just a great uh, makeup job. Um, and then Deep Roy and then Hugh Grant. I know it is tough, isn't it? Because <laughs> I love all three. I do, too. I do, too. I think all three did a great job. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're all tied for first. They're all tied for first. Oh, see, okay. I think I'd have to put the originals at the top. Yeah, I was going to say. Just because they're the originals. Yeah. And then I think Hugh Grant and Rob Roy, I think they tie each other. Deep Roy. <laughs> or Deep Roy. I don't know why I, I keep, keep saying Rob. Rob Roy. Yeah, it's Deep Roy. I, I think they tie each other. I, I just, I, it's hard for me to put one over the top of the other because they just, both of them did a fantastic job. If I had to rank it, I would probably go. The original Hugh Grant. And then Deep and then Roy. Deep Roy. Just because, like, not, like, performance-wise, but more based on looks. Because. Okay, I can see Hugh that. Hugh Grant looks almost identical. Like, his version of the Oompa Loompas looks almost identical to the original. And I love right, it. and I think there's a reason for that, too. I Be- mean, getting that it's supposed to be a prequel for right jeans but where where the show you how well they did it right and and the uh johnny depp movie just it was trying to separate itself from the original film you know so they wanted they wanted deep roy to look like an oompa loompa but they kind of wanted to give him his own thing you know right uh but that does not take away from his performance at all. His performance no. is fantastic. He does a great That's job. That's why I say for like performance, no, they're all tied for first. Because <laughs> I, I adore every iteration. But like I said, that's pretty I think that's, much the only thing I like about I think that's fair Dance. fair rating. All right. So if you had to rank the movies, I know it's on the bottom. I know it's on the bottom easily. It's going to be the same order. Okay. It's going to be Gene Wilder's. Is it's going to be Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory at the top, uh, Wonka, and then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, I agree with that that order too. I I would go with that also. So, yeah. That, so that's a that's an easy one. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. All right. Anything else we want to cover? Because I think we're we're getting to the end of the show and we need to wrap it up here. We're a little. We're a little bit over time, so which which is great because I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if we'd have enough to talk about. I could talk about Wonka forever. True, true. I love. So, anything else you want to say? Final words. Final words for Wonka. I definitely want to own it <laughs> in all in in both physical and digital. Um. I need to go rewatch the original because I, for some reason, still haven't done that since I've seen the new one. Um, I adore this movie. Now, would you recommend that people, because you can still see it in the theaters right now. Um, but watching you, it in the theaters, absolutely. Okay. 
Okay. That's... And if you have if you have a 4D one, go see that because it's fun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've never seen a movie in 4D, so I okay. I don't I don't know how much you can call it 4D, at least in the sense that I'm used to it. Um, because so is it in 3D also? No, that not the one that I saw. I haven't seen it in any 3D. Yeah, because I think 3D is now a thing of the past. So I, I think it's if, went away. I'm wondering if it was supposed to, like, I don't know. But when I went and saw it in Canada, the theater that we that we went to had a, I think it was called 4D, but I'm not, I don't exactly remember. Um, but the chairs moved, and wild. It, it had the it had the motion chairs that moved with things that lifted and like rocked back and forth like when they were on the boat it the seats were going back and forth and see i'd like to see a star wars movie like that that would be cool. the trench run like that would, that be, would be freaking cool. amazing yeah and like supposedly there was a blast of chocolate scented air i didn't smell chocolate <laughs> i didn't smell anything i felt the blast of air but didn't smell anything so you had smell a vision. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> or supposed supposedly. To. <laughs> Lisa Lisa swears up and down that she smelled chocolate. Really? I didn't smell anything. <laughs> I don't know what smells you'd smell in Star Wars. That might be a little uh, especially the Jabba Hut scene. I could just <laughs> I, I I think he'd be yeah, he'd smell nasty. So like the Slimy giant like slug. Every other aspect of 4D except for the fact that the movie wasn't in 3D, which I'm okay with. Because I don't like 3D movies. I'm not the biggest fan of 3D movies. They give me headaches. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of glad that it did not become as big a thing as they thought yeah. it was going to be. It was big for a while. Although it was fun. We did get to see Phantom Menace because they were going to re-release the original films before George Lucas sold the franchise to Disney. And he was working on 3D releases of all the original films. All the six original films. And uh, Phantom Menace did make it to the theaters, and we did see that. And I got to admit, the uh, uh, pod racing scene in 3D, that's pretty freaking amazing. I, that I enjoyed. See, there's like some aspects of films that, yeah, I think would be great in 3D. I, I think the trench run in, mm -hmm. in the original Star Wars would be amazing in, in 3D. Or uh, probably the Hoss scene fighting the the uh, Adat Walkers, that would be pretty amazing. But the whole movie in 3D? Nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just not interested. Sorry. <laughs> you do it. it gives me headache. All right. So uh, overall, we both enjoyed this film very much. I gave it an eight. Megan gives it a ten. Um, I highly recommend this film, especially if you're a fan of the Gene Wilder version of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, I think it's a great addition to the story, sets it up really well. Um, it would be fun to watch them back to back. So we might have to do that soon. All right. With that said, um, Steven's not here to do all the, all the stuff that he does. Um, you can always check us out on, uh, wait a minute. I'm trying to find his thing for, uh, uh, Amazon or for the books. Uh, gosh, I don't know where he gets that. Yeah, for Audible. Do you know where that's at? I have no idea. There we go. All right. Um, I know Willy Wonka is not really a a 
book. I mean, there is a book. Yeah, there's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know if there's an audible version of it. I have no idea. I probably should have done some homework on that. Which thing? Maybe. I don't know. It could be. It could be. Anyway, so you could go look for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory audible on audible. If not, there's thousands and thousands of titles to, to choose from on audible and you can get a free, I think it's two week trial. Um, if you use our, our, uh, little thing there at the bottom of the screen, you, you can, uh, uh, get your free, free trial, get your free book. You get a free audio book with that and they'll throw us a couple, uh, what is, was the money that Willy Wonka had? <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> They'll throw us a couple of his coins or something if you do that. And that's was, much appreciated. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was shillings or what. Um, that would be much appreciated if you would help us out like that. And Sovereigns. Sovereigns. There we go. There we go. They'll throw us a couple sovereigns. So <laughs> just to go along with the, with the theme of the show today. All right. Um, and with that said, make sure and go like us on both Facebook and YouTube. Um, give us a thumbs up on Facebook. Uh, I post a lot of memes over there. I do some news items every once in a while and just try and try and general funny stuff and also uh, announcements of upcoming shows and so on and so forth. So give us a like over there on Facebook. Um, make sure and like and follow us on YouTube and give the bell a tickle if you do that you will be reminded every time we go live and speaking of live we go live every saturday morning at 9 a.m central standard time you do the math because i don't like math <clears throat> all right with that said um uh i'm trying to think of an outro line for the movie uh shoot i should have looked up lines from willy wonka but i didn't think of anything i don't know uh just Go have a gobstopper, I guess. <laughs> Over and out, and may the force be with you. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 